Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. This is Flint Dilly, and I really enjoyed being on the Knowing is Half the Podcast. That's my real voice. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. Nay, experience. Nay, lifestyle decision. Nay, Ray. I am Ray Stakes. Nay. The nays have it. Yay, we're done. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you guys very much for joining us this week. Now, who are you people? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Nah. Not worth it. Nah. <laughs> you are two other people on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to previous episodes and find out what their names are. Yeah. We're talking about <laughs> Duel in the Devil's Cauldron, episode four of the G.I. Joe Mass Device miniseries. Hot. I Literally. thought that this was the last episode in the series, and I was very confused when it got down to the last oh, minute Jesus. of the episode. You're like, this, is, this isn't this is wrapping up the way yeah. I thought it was. I was we've like, said, oh my god. Look, all of the miniseries that we've done have been five episodes. <laughs> we've talked about the two five-episode miniseries that precede the series that we just did for a year and a half. We've been talking about it since the beginning, that we would go back to these two five-episode series. We've said it many times. I literally never listen to anything you guys say unless it's about food or animals. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, much like that one track of music that Gina uh, forgot existed in every episode of G.I. Joe. (laughs) Uh, She just forgot that every miniseries happens because there's five (sighs) days in a week, five episodes in the miniseries. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, it's four days. Gina Gina gets three days weekends always. (laughs) Well, I don't blame her for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't work in your cheap ass joint unless you give me Fridays too. Yeah. And fries. French fries. And fries. And Fridays, Fridays for fries. <laughs> um, and avocado toast. <laughs> which I don't eat, guys. No, avocado toast. Don't, 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 don't eat judge avo- me. Don't don't eat avocado toast. Avocado toast is great. Oh my don't goodness. let people charge you twelve bucks for it. What? Buy is some that damn thing? Here's the thing. I, like I I could I would just go out and buy bread, toast it, and yep. put an avocado on it. Yeah. That's what you do. I just hate that Chipotle charges like two fifty for a little tiny side of guacamole. It's like that's uh, not that expensive to make. They don't, they don't charge other people two fifty for the guacamole, right? I get yeah, every time I go out there, there's this huge bonus charge because my wife needs to have guacamole. They in her see Chipotle. you, and they're like, 
oh, yeah, this guy, we can charge him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I wonder if I can get a, a G.I. Joe bikini for my 4th of July party. Last year, oh. I got a Wonder Woman bikini. I can nearly guarantee oh. something out there has got to exist, right? G.I. Like Cobra Joe symbols. bikini. Yeah, because I would get that crap. Yeah. The, the, the Wonder Woman bikini was a, a big hit. Oh, sure. As it always will be. <laughs> I think it's actually like it might be my Twitter profile picture is me in that Wonder Woman bikini. So there are so many. You search for GI Joe bikini as just pictures of Baroness and Lady <laughs> Jane bikinis, just oh. as far as the eye can see. So guys, do that when you <laughs> have a chance. What I meant. Nope, that's what you're going to get though. <laughs> that's what happens. Well, guys, let's let's jump to the episode here before we get even more off track. Uh, because immediately I have a science jerks question. Uh, for Chan, which is uh, this whole deal with uh, liquid can filter fumes. CoverGirl and Timber work together to spill water on a rag, and everybody else is passed out from the trap from the previous episode mm-hmm. to set the stage. Uh, radioactive fumes out of a canister. What is? What is... We got a uh, while we were while we while we've been podcasting, we got a <laughs> another Steve Moulton classic. <laughs> he made oh, us a meme. Boy. Oh boy! Of. Ramar, which I I didn't realize until this episode that that was his name. Yes, uh, even though I said it multiple times, we again Gina misses a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he made us a lovely meme on Twitter. Thank you, Steve Bolton. Well, thank you very much for that. Um, but yeah, Chan, what's the science behind liquid uh, filtering fumes uh, from that? Is that just a thing that you can just do anytime you're in a you're in a chemical weapons situation? Uh, actually, yeah. If there's a fire in your house. You're supposed to wet a uh, like a, a cloth or something like that and put it over your nose. And it, it I mean, it's not going to filter it all out, but it, it'll definitely uh, save your ass. Yeah, dude. I knew that when I was like eight years old and I read a Nancy Drew book. Yeah. Read more Nancy I mean, Drew, Ray. I, Carolyn apparently... Keene knows what the fuck is going on. What's wrong with you, Ray? <laughs> Guys, I had no idea my uh, horrible misogyny is what led to me being unwise with fire safety. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you for, for sure, Aziz, that uh, if you're faced with some sort of paralyzing nerve gas, that maybe you should put a uh, wet rag over your nose. But you know what? Try fucking something because I'm going to say if if Timber gets cancer from this, I'm going to be so oh, pissed off. Well, maybe like the cancer type that gives like superpowers because, you know, later he does dance and wear costumes. Yeah, and... he gets a lot more sentient. Yeah. As things go on. He's just sort of a dog right now. Uh, well, CoverGirl's a freaking hero in this moment. Can we just go ahead and say that? Although there's a weird, I can't call it an animation mistake. It's just a choice. But I don't know if you guys noticed that when she goes to her vehicle, Timber is beside her, but Timber is also sitting in the passenger seat of the truck. What? Simultaneously. I did not notice this. And then, when, and then the scene cuts back and then cuts back to it again, and then she is sitting in the truck next to Timber. Oh, for one glorious moment, she had two Timbers. She had two Timbers for a moment. So I don't know if some sort of spatial anomaly happened here, because it's never an animation mistake it's always a choice oh i would buy i would buy a california king bed and i would sleep with one timber on my right side and one timber on my left side all right are are you fucking the wolves gina no i'm just snuggling them (laughs) boy you're i'm not convinced by that no even a little bit (laughs) that was as winky as you could get it's like your your parents come home and you're like (laughs) naked in bed with a dude like no we were just sleeping next to each other i don't understand it was perfectly innocent Uh, well, CoverGirl does hit on Timber in this scene. She does? In my opinion. Oh, what, what, what did she say? Timber, you're my kind of wolf. Okay. Yeah. Nope. That yeah. holds up. Mm-hmm. Yep. She slowly pulls up a jar of peanut butter. Oh, God. Whoa. <laughs> no. Whoa. I'm just saying because she needs protein. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not messing around with my two timbers. I'm feeding them. I'm mm-hmm. trying to be a wise pet owner, yeah. mom. I'm trying to. I'm trying to eat peanut butter with my <laughs> vagina. What's wrong with that, mom? <laughs> Me and the wolf are just hanging out. <laughs> and we, we cut back to Vandermeer, who's who's actually in this. In, apparently, in his spare time, while he's been around the lab, he's cocked up some synthetic meteorite flakes. Uh-huh. Which Chan. <laughs> Yeah, no, you get that in the uh, aisle. They come in the big uh, generic bags. Oh, I hate those Along generic. with uh, mm-hmm. uh, Cocoa uh, Crunchies uh-huh. and uh, and Fruit O's. I only prefer my... Synthetic meteorite I, yeah, flakes. I put a little that. bit of sugar on them. They're much better. I need mm-hmm. real oats. I need real oats in my meteorite flakes. The synthetics Hold is on, no good. Hold on, wait a minute. Are, are, you putting, are you putting sugar on your Frosted Flakes or on your Corn Flakes? Corn Flakes. Okay. Yeah, that everybody does that. So, I mean, I was worried that this was a Calvin and Hobbes situation <laughs> where you're like, I need sugar on my sugar no, sticks. It took me many, way too long when I was a kid to realize you could just put sugar on your regular cereal to I make mean, it more palatable. I've only done it a couple times. <sighs> but... It's a game changer. I did no, it all the, the time. The problem is that the sugar sinks to the bottom. And yes, you have an enjoyable experience at the oh, bottom of the bowl. Yes, you do. Sucking that up, uh, sugary uh, milk. But like the, the flakes on top often don't get much at all. They don't get what they need. No, that's why you have to you have to get them a little bit wet with milk before you like pour the sugar on top so that the sugar clings to them. Yeah, I always pour the milk in first and then do the sugar on top. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, they still it still sinks down most it of it. No. For me, Chan. It worked, yeah, it worked for, for me. me. You just haven't been doing it right. Did you not get the uh delicious sweet milk at the bottom? I mean, yes, it was you still, still sweet milk at the bottom, but the the cereal itself was also sweet. Mm. Yeah, it was basically you sweeten up the milk, so therefore, like, the whole experience is better. Here's the thing. I did not get a lot of sugary cereals as a kid. My mom was uh, one of those health food people. It was uh-huh. like, I'm going to keep my son healthy. Yeah. I'll just care about what, chocolate. At what point did you uh, change? Soon as I... I was paying for my own food. Also, are <laughs> you... Soon as I moved in the house, I'm like, wait a minute, I could just... Buy cocoa puffs. Also, mm-hmm. are, also, are you Lane from Gilmore Girls? Maybe. <laughs> I think that's the most real thing that's ever been. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to play drums, but you know, uh, we we weren't we weren't like we weren't like crazy conservative, but you know, there was some there was some stuff there was some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I found out that you could buy sugary cereals uh, generically in the bags and get like two or three times as much for the same price and the it's functionally equivalent the value cereal. is there so did you not oh really have goodness. them until you were an adult uh yes i currently wow. have a uh a, like a two or three pound bag oh. of uh french toast crunch in my i haven't had uh, one in <laughs> years I, I i despite how much i love food try and eat healthy like i eat i eat just a little bit of fruit for breakfast every day usually just a salad for lunch and then usually like a salad Jesus. or something for I, I do get it very rarely um like maybe maybe even just like once a year i'll just be like i need a bag of cereal mm-hmm, and i'll get it mm-hmm. and then finish it off like in about a month and then that kind of does me for a while because really mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. eating sugary yeah. cereal every day is kind of Gross. Yeah, right. usually you grow out of it a little bit, like if you yeah. had it from like an early age. But think about this: if you only eat two meals a day, you can eat much more in each of those two meals, and False. it's and it's healthy. Guys, there's only seven weeks until Fourth of July, and I've got to be oh, GI right, Joe huh? bikini ready. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. I will be a miserable fat fuck. <laughs> Yeah, you have no chance. Correction. You're going on vacation. You're let's, married now. No, let's, no. Usually, when you go on vacation, you lose weight. 
Do you? Yeah, because the food is less processed at other places, and plus you're walking much more than you do here. Oh, uh, okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> if I have my druthers, we'll be <laughs> eating six times a day. Yeah. We're going to go have a burger at this one place. We're going to walk six blocks until we find another place that also looks awesome and go and eat there. You We're going to start that. heading home, find another place on the way, stop there, shop at a trinket shop next door. Yeah. Find, somebody says something about another place and we're just going to keep eating our way through. You say that, but like once you're there, you're going to want to go and see stuff and it's, no. it's, it's not as easy to like, you know, you're not going to want to pay for tons and tons of food. Yeah. And plus, like seriously, less processed people don't people underestimate that. When I was in Ireland, I had like an Irish breakfast every day, and I I like lost a couple pounds. That's just a shot of whiskey, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I lost, guys, I lost weight from puking. It's an Irish breakfast, and also an Irish lunch. <laughs> and you know what? Irish supper, and then a sensible dinner <laughs> of whiskey. <laughs> uh, okay, so. <laughs> Vandermeer makes synthetic meteorite flakes, which got us on a horrible cereal discussion. <laughs> uh, they do a test on Gung Ho's gun. They're like, you know, this might be good enough. This mm-hmm. might be good enough. We don't know. So they tested on Gung Ho's favorite gun. They could have chosen anything that didn't they have emotional could have con- significance. Literally anything in that room <laughs> yeah, yeah. or another room or any single thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. So they tested on the gun and the gun gets all fucked up from the uh, from the test. And it wasn't even like, we need something right now, right now. No. Give the first thing in your hand. It's like, all right, we've been preparing for the last four hours for this yeah. test. Now let us bring out the ceremonial thing, which will, will be transported as a test. Yeah. They were 100% fucking with him. You Possibly. Think? They yeah. just knew it didn't yeah. work. Like someone was like, hey, this will be hilarious. That can sounds you, right. Scientist guy, can you just grab his gun? Like this guy has been going on about his fucking gun. It's creepy. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. He has, he's had this gun for 14 years. Yeah. And he refuses. He sleeps with it. Yeah, he sleeps with they're it. They're gonna this come not... back to the barracks later, and he's gonna be humming softly to it, and then and then he, in the in the dark, like, and then they're gonna turn on the light, and he's gonna slowly turn his head, and he's gonna say, "She's real sick." <laughs> yeah, he's basically one step away from being sledgehammer at this point. I wanna be <laughs> uh, that's a different, sledgehammer. Different, different one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the gun is fucked up, and Vandermeer's like, "Well, I guess we gotta surrender." Right, he's not amused. No, don't like don't like the the burn. Chan- Don't like Chan- Peter Gabriel? How Chan- Gabriel? and I are, are running on very little sleep. <laughs> yes. I'm going to keep this this thing on the tracks. As, there might be two wheels coming off at all times. I've had nothing there. to eat but grape-flavored Pocky for the past five hours. <laughs> you had two almonds. Come on. <laughs> almonds. Uh, how cool is the story behind the meteorite plunging into the volcano? Because basically what makes this amazing... Uh, substance that they need for the mass device mm-hmm. makes so rare is a meteor came from space mm-hmm. and that's already cool sure. it strikes the earth also cool it strikes the earth inside of an active volcano mm-hmm. that's like the coolest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life like heavy metal albums could be written about such an event so the ring of fire is a real thing yes it is yes uh, in the Pacific Ocean yes it is all and- around the outside of that uh Tectonic plate. Uh huh. So it it it's the cause of a lot of earthquakes. Uh huh. It's not this thing though that they're talking about. No. This little this little asshole in the world thing. <sighs> Here's the thing. It's right smack dab in the middle of South America. Mm-hmm. I would say that uh, it almost certainly could not be part of the Ring of Fire proper 
because it, uh, you know, that sort of activity happens around the edges, which so it, uh, along the coast of, mm-hmm. of South America and whatnot. I could not tell you for certain that sublimated plates wouldn't result in volcanic activity that far inland, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. won't entirely rule it out. Mm. So while I'm going to call like a, a, a 0.5 bullshit on this. Like, <laughs> it should be closer to the uh, to the coast, but you know what? There could be a convincing case made that uh, that actually is still part of somehow the Ring of Fire, and I'd be okay with that. It's it fun. obviously happened. So I wrote down that is. I feel like the scientist is is effing with them, but I didn't write what it was about. <laughs> Maybe it was about the gun. Getting transported? And he's no, just, he's if that was – because I, I have it after the Ring oh, of Fire okay. thing. Huh. Uh, okay. Well, the net result yeah. of all of this is the president calls uh, – the uh, stalker gets a hold of the Joe team and says, the, I'm just got off the phone with the president or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And we all have to surrender to Cobra. Uh, this is a very secret – they all say it's a very secret encryption that Cobra could never read. So mm-hmm. totally believe me when I say we're totally <laughs> – Totally about to concede uh, defeat to Cobra. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nothing fishy about this. Nothing nope. fishy. My, my favorite scene in anything ever comes up now, maybe just because I was hungry while I was watching it. Oh, you mean Cobra Commander waving around a turkey leg yeah. like he's at the goddamn Not just a turkey fair? leg. He's got a turkey leg banquet, a motherfucking yeah. turkey leg banquet. <laughs> and all I wrote was, how does he eat it? Because is he? Is it the thing where he lifts his mask every time he bites? That's a good question. We've I hadn't seen, considered that. We've seen him eat before, and he has the hood on. Yes, but this is before he had the hood. Correct. Yeah. So I feel like he's got to either lift it, or he's got to like very carefully like jam the turkey leg under the metal mask, mm-hmm. and then like. Mm-hmm. And we know in from future episodes that Destro hates watching Cobra Commander eat. So whatever yeah. Cobra Commander does here sets the genesis for that. Mm-hmm. So we know whatever he's doing, it's upsetting. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. really bad. And uh, yeah, he's, he's I like, get upset. I gotta go. I gotta go do anything. I, yeah, I'm really concerned that the Joes are screwing us. So I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. And it's got nothing to do with the fact that you have a grotesque face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, and you chew with your mouth open. Yeah. That's repulsive. Also, turkey legs in general. I don't know if you've ever been someplace where someone has eaten a whole turkey leg, but like Disneyland or the Ren Fair, those are gross. I they mean, are disgusting looking. After a while, the, they're gross smelling. That sinew near the, uh, near the bone Ugh. is hard the, to get around. And also like your everyone's face is all, is all greasy. I also have like a weird thing with meats. So I th- I feel like we've addressed this before. With uh, meats, just meats. Yeah, like I can't. I can only do like I'm a fan of like white meat, like boneless white meat. Gotcha. Of things, right. This is where but I can't. It turns out to be racist. I can't. <laughs> no, I, as soon as she said it, we both looked at each other like, "Yep, Ooh, we know what here she means." It comes. Yep. Oh, tell us about the Third Reich again, Gina. Oh. I just feel like the the white meat <laughs> is is a superior meat. <laughs> oh dear lord now, I think the whole thing about eating a turkey leg is it's the experience of doing something that you don't normally do yeah that's what I'm saying like you buy it you take like three bites and then you're like I'm I'm done why did I pay ten dollars for this yeah because it's, it is excess it's, yeah you think about like yeah. I'm a crazy king <laughs> the thing I don't understand is they sell turkey legs at the grocery store yeah they're pretty like, expensive did? wait what you can get are those... you talking about those rotisserie chickens no 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 like, in, like the, the meat department of like Ralph's yeah you can get a turkey you can get a turkey leg in like a vacuum 
vacuum seal pack. And Ew. I'm thinking, like, who wants to do that at home? It's like a guy that just gets home and puts on, like, his most plush velvet robe. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what are we watching tonight on the Netflix? Yep, he's naked underneath it, just yeah, got the big exactly. robe and puts exactly. on a crown. He puts uh, on a crown, but yet somehow uh, has, like, a natty ice, like, to wash yeah. it down yeah. with. Like, like oil natty ice. The ghetto prince. knocks on his neighbor's door every once in a while after he has had too much mead, which is just what he calls his natty ice. <laughs> he's like, I am here to claim prima nocta. <laughs> Go home, Jerry. Also, do you Go have any home. cigarettes? I'm out of cigarettes. Did you did you get another turkey leg from Ralph's again, Jerry? <laughs> I'm a king. I'm a king. Uh, I will say that when I was a little kid, one of my favorite things was my mom would take me to this place. It must have been some sort of butcher or whatever, but uh-huh. they smoked turkey legs. Ugh, and I just okay. got a – my mom would just get me a smoked turkey leg, and I don't know how long it took me to gnaw on that son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> uh, fun fact, I don't like smoked things. I don't like the sm- I don't like smoked flavor. Really? Whoa. It tastes it tastes like chemicals to me. It's like people Whoa. who eat cilantro and taste soap. Are you only eating like fake smoked things? Like they no, add smoke No, I have flavor. had all smoked things. I, and and I hate it because like I don't I'm not a fan of like smoked salmon. They have smoked salmon every day at work and like smoked salmon fixins and different smoked fishes every morning at work. Arguably this is more upsetting than finding out that you're a Nazi racist. <laughs> like you could say Hitler's done some pretty good things and I'd be like that's terrible. You could tell me that I don't like smoked any meats and I would be like what is what sort of monster doesn't I, like I don't get that a either. smoked yeah, salmon? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I I eat it, and then I'm like, I am just eating chemicals. That's what it tastes like. Well, if me. you have like the cheap liquid smoke, yeah, I could see where you would come with that. But the actual like saying. physically smoked meats are the, like the most delicious <laughs> thing. Oh my goodness! Wow, this is mm, wow. No. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, hands down, Gina's the most popular uh, uh, podcaster at this table. <laughs> oh, what? Like if, you t- if you asked everybody who listened to the show, yeah. who's your favorite? Gina, far and away, number one. That's fine. Look, we have to kill two of the three uh, people on this podcast. Who's Sir Gina? Yeah. <laughs> don't even, have to, I didn't even don't have to finish. But no way. But uh, no, Gina. Uh, but but uh, you think this hurts my hurts my ranking? I think this is this might do it. There would be people that are like. I thought I knew her. Okay, I guys, mean, here's the thing. I, like, I will eat it because I will eat anything, as we have established with any time you bring weird foods here. So, like, I will eat it, and I love food, but I'm just like, it's never going to be one of my top choices. Like, I'm never going to go to a restaurant and be like, oh, yeah, I'll have, like, this, like, this guys, brisket see, or something. There's only one way to settle this. Hashtags on Twitter at GI Joe Podcast. Oh, no. Hashtag Gina is a monster. Smoked meats are delicious. Uh-huh. Or hashtag Gina's still okay with me. Smoked meats, meh, probably overrated. Wait, you're only giving them the option to like smoked meats or say they're <laughs> overrated. I feel like this is loaded. Well, there's yeah, gotta be. There's gotta be either third, on your side here. No, or not. there's gotta be a third option that's like I like smoked meat, meats, and Gina. That's not possible. <laughs> not not even slightly possible. Uh, uh, what if, what if I smoked myself and then let the viewers eat me? Uh, you know what? I think that's an acceptable compromise. All right. I've won them over again. <laughs> uh, can I cook the thief, his wife and the podcaster? G.I. <laughs> <laughs> Joe will return after these messages. He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. Ace the airborne, let's get those turkeys. We're gonna get Cobra this time. Our combat jets are on the way. Hey, check my missiles. They're A-OK. Great, I'm going down for a closer look. Way to go, Joe! 
G.I. Joe Sky Striker comes with Ace and two parachutes. Other figures sold separately from Hasbro. Now, back to G.I. Joe. Cobra Commander's like a pig in poop right now. Destro leaves the room, partly because he's suspicious, because it seems a little too easy. Mm-hmm. And secondly, because, yeah, he's watching Cobra Commander eat. Again, what, what, what else is in this banquet is what I care about. Like, yes. are, there, are there mashed potatoes? I wouldn't think so. Like, I just see like, turkey legs. Yeah, How can I would have say, a buffet without mashed potatoes? I, well, yeah. I, I think it's like I think it's, it's like a medieval times. It's only stuff you can eat with your hands, and I don't think okay, you have a big handful I can of mashed eat potatoes. Mash, I can literally eat anything with my hands, right? And <laughs> okay. I have. Physically possible, not desirous. Mm. He's wearing the gloves. Right now, maybe it's roast potatoes. There have been many times where I've been like, ah, fuck, I need to find a fork. Oh, well, I'm already in this. I just love the fact that Ramar is waiting tables. Still wearing yeah. his He-Man yep. outfits. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the, I, yeah, <laughs> like this, dude, this poor dude never gets a break. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. If you have a dude like that, you put the uh, the headband on him and you make him wait tables. But wouldn't this be a perfect <laughs> opportunity where Selena could have slipped him the gold thing to stick in there so he could just like murder that Cobra Commander? That is what Commander? I was saying. Why like, would she have not? Like, like, perfect when, opportunity. When they start talking to each other, I'm like, oh, they're friends? Maybe this giant dude was a better option to give that gold thing to so he could yeah. escape and snap everyone's Here's neck the thing. Here's instead the thing. of the easily concussed military man that you've never met before Who in your will life. leave you behind in a heartbeat? You guys. Yes. They dated once about six years ago. Oh. It ended kind of weird. Not bad. Not bad. It's not like he was a dick or anything. It just got weird. Uh, there was a thing yeah. with her sister, uh-huh. and it was just uh-huh. like, just like uh, it's just uncomfortable to be around. Gotcha. Like, oh, yeah, sure, yeah. I could get free. Sure, I could not be a slave anymore, and I could also free my entire village, and you know, we could return to the uh, our, our way of life before uh, Cobra. But honestly, just like uh, being in the same room with him, uh-huh. and just uh-huh. thinking like, like, uh, yeah, eventually we're going to have like family gatherings, and we're going to uh-huh. have to be there, and then we'll both reach for a hot dog, and then be like, oh, and we just you want the hot. I don't want the, uh Oh, gosh. This is just so, gosh darn inconvenient. You know what I bet happened is I bet while they were dating, he, he came up behind her and gave her, like, gave her butt a little squeeze. And then when she mm-hmm. turned around, it wasn't actually her. It was another slave girl. <laughs> oh, because yeah. the slave girls are wearing similar dresses and they have yep. similar hair color. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, what? Oh. And, like, but she was, like, a little bit into it. <laughs> And then he was like, oh, my God, I'm so I'm so sorry. I thought you were my girlfriend. And he told he told his girlfriend. And then she was like, oh, OK, but you thought it was me. And then it caused this like rift of weirdness where she couldn't get it out of her head that maybe mm. he liked it. And then this mm. new girl was like, oh, OK, I do. kind of, I'm kind of into this. And then he was like, I am getting a little bored down here in these slave pits with this, just mm, one woman. Narrative holds up. Uh <laughs> Uh, well, uh, Cobra Commander says just an amazing thing here. Uh, uh, if you got a sound poll for me, it just the the line read, the the, the writing, everything, every part of it just was was amazing to me. My moment of triumph, and I'm not having any fun. So of course, you know, you have to make Ramar fight a death mm-hmm. robot mm-hmm. that he just happens to have that in the closet. That he has in a door. <laughs> you it. guys, if you have a giant Indian. And a death robot. Uh, of a, course you put them he's together. He's a barbarian. Haley agreed. It was three against one. No, no, no. His name is Ramar. He's Tamil. He's a Tamil. He is, uh, he is Indian subcontinent. Mm-mm. However, the saddest thing in the world is not I'm not having any fun. It's playing Rock'em Sock'em Robots <laughs> with yourself. With yourself. He rocks both joysticks. Two joysticks. 
That is the saddest thing in the world. I just like the idea that he was like, ugh, ugh, okay, what should I do? What should I do? I could read. I haven't really finished that issue of Cobra Life magazine. <laughs> ugh, there's nothing to do around here. Oh, wait, this one door that's in this round room must have something fun behind it. Ah, that's where I hid my giant robot. That's where my death robot was yep. hanging out. This is exactly how I picture Cobra Temples. <laughs> There's just always one door with a death robot behind it because you never know. Is that the broom closet uh, over here? I bet, uh, I no, bet. that's where I uh, uh, have my uh, giant 18 foot tall laser powered <laughs> murder bot. Okay, I just need a mop. I d- oh, <laughs> I I don't know where I put that. At I'm some so point, sorry. a guest comes over and accidentally pee and like go- goes to pee and is like, mm. I can't find the room. I'm just gonna pee in this robot room. Pee on the <laughs> robot. No wonder he's so murderous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so we cut back to the. <laughs> you guys, okay, it's that killer. third one. That's it's that killer. third punch. That's a nine point five, as far as yeah, I'm concerned, on the laugh scale. That's some good I stuff. Bet, I bet they um, they play room escape games at the like at some of the Cobra temples. They play Room Escape and Cobra Yeah, Tempest. yeah. Like, here, okay, I'm just putting it out there. If I was, like, a, a crazy mad genius with endless amounts of money and an endless supply of warm bodies around who can't all possibly be busy at all times, I would take a team of ten of them and I'd be like, come up with, like, a super sweet Room Escape game. You can have this wing of this one temple and then it would catch on and that's, like, a fun, like, Friday night thing okay. that they all do. I mean, here's the thing. This is 1983. We're, I mean, literally decades away from that becoming a thing. I mean, However, they had the video. Oh, wait. I could definitely see. No, we did not. That being a thing that Cobra Commander came up with. Uh, <laughs> and at the time, you're like, what am I, a crazy billionaire? <laughs> of course, I'm not going to do an escape room. That's a weird thing that you would like think to do as a hobby. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then. Haunted houses kind of become a thing. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, okay. Oh, yeah, I enjoy okay. being scared. Oh, it's kind of like a maze I get to go through. And then decades later, it's like, oh, yeah, of course, escape rooms. That would be a fun thing to do. Not realizing that Cobra Commander was just light years ahead of everybody. Yeah. Also, we need to do another escape room. Yeah, we got to do that. I, I haven't done that, that since the that. one that we did. The Biolab that, one? Is yeah. that Zelda room still open? Or Zelda room? Ooh, I don't know, yeah. but there's. I want to do one of the scary ones, like one of the zombie ones. Oh, my uh, wife would not be on board with that. I know. It's uh, actors, Ray. I, I listen. I know. <laughs> Apparently, there's one in Bakersfield that is the worst, and might possibly have given a canker sore to one of my friends Ew. because oh, no. you have to drink blood with air quotes out of a blood pack. And it turns out it's just cranberry juice and whatever. But uh, my friend was pretty sure that all you, all they did was just. You had to like suck it you out. Like of reuse the, bag. the pack over and over yeah, again. They just refilled it with cranberry juice. Oh, that's not sterile at all. <laughs> and that was like there. Um, and then once you drank it, then you had to uh, uh, call a. Th- it wasn't even like you drank the packet and then like the code or whatever was behind it. You had to drink the packs and then call the phone thing, and then they just give you the information oh, over the phone. Like oh, yeah, the code is four five six. But job. it cleared up her UTI though. Okay. Well, yeah. 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 So like. Uh, Fixed that down there, broke that up here. Uh, Nothing can work right all at the same time, Chan. That's just that's no, part of the deal. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why we don't go to the Central Valley. No. But we need to do a scary one, though. Just convince Melissa. Or just, you know, leave her behind. Wow. I'm wow. on board with that because I want to do the I scary mean, one. Look, I'm on board. I mean, what happened to Solidarity? 
I have no. Listen, I have leave the woman behind. They're too fragile. If someone's, I'm if someone's game for anything. Like I don't like tight spaces, but if someone was like, "Hey, let's go do this thing that's like tight spaces," I'd be like, "Okay." But sort of like if we were doing like a, why would you do that? Because I want to be involved. Like if someone says to me, "Like, hey, you want to go stick your head in a box full of spiders?" No. (laughs) Yeah, but you went to Fear Factor. Could I? (laughs) Yes, yes, I did. (laughs) So it doesn't hold up. This logic doesn't play. I mean, I get paid for that, you guys. Oh, all right, (laughs) Chan, I'll pay you to go put your hand in a box of spiders. How much? (laughs) Uh, Ray will pay you five dollars. I will pay you five dollars. Thank you. That is not nearly. All right, if someone gives us a Patreon donation of fifty dollars, nope, not (laughs) good enough. Not there apparently. Keep going. Okay, fair enough. Well, getting back to the show, uh, why not? Uh, so we cut back to the tra- stalker's transmission, and then Gung Ho appears in the background and starts playing with the toys, which made me so happy. I love whenever they work with miniatures, whenever they have like uh, they actually like incorporate the physical, real GI Joe toys in a meta way <laughs> in the GI Joe show. Mm-hmm. I, I just get ten levels of just like joy that, that over overcomes me. Uh, at first, I hated it because I was like. You fucking idiot. You may have ruined the entire thing because you were just like, burr, 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 what's going on here? Burr, burr, burr. Uh, and then Cobra Commander's like, what the, holy shit, they're, they're, it's a scam. Uh, but then I realized like, oh, like gung ho actually like flipped the switch off and then went over and played behind him. Yes. He didn't, he didn't tell Stalker we're off the air. He's yes. like, this is going to be hilarious. I'm just going over there and fuck with him. Like, oh, are you still talking? Are you still talking, Stalker? Oh, you and the camera's been off for so long. Also, what stalker, his acting cred, uh, you know, we, we all got resumes of stuff we've de- been in and like shows and what have you. My only previous acting experience was playing a pumpkin in the school Thanksgiving show. Aww. Was that was that a big role? <laughs> Hey, I, if they're doing uh, it's Halloween, Charlie Brown, that's pretty big. Okay, pretty yeah, big. yeah. Or also, like you know, uh, uh, I feel like in haven't you seen Love Actually? No. Oh God damn it, Ray! Why would I have seen Love Actually? Because it's great. Yeah, because it's it brings joy to everyone's heart. I guess except I need, for that one scene. Need to see. <laughs> need to see every part, but that one scene apparently. No, that one scene is actually the best scene in the movie. <laughs> it's just real sad. Okay. Especially, especially now that Alan Rickman is dead. Oh. oh. Now, now I'm sad. Thanks. Thanks, Gina. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, when he said I played the pumpkin in the school, I don't know. Like, for me, I was just like, is is he saying that's a good role or is he saying that that's like No, that's just not like real every acting? little kid gets, gets yeah. you yeah. know, gets a thing. My brother yeah, was sure. the owl in the school play. I was I was a little a little Indian girl because that was still okay oh, when I was a kid. Wow. Native American girl. No, it was called. It was. I was like, uh, that little was the Indian title. Girl. That was the title. Hi, I'm of little the role. Indian girl. Oh. I appreciate it. I played Paddington Bear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they I didn't did want to see your face. They just <laughs> put this big bear mascot head over you and just shut up. In shut fact, up, he wasn't Ray. actually in the play. They just like put a bear mascot <laughs> on him and he couldn't see. And then they were like, "Yep, deliver your lines." But am, he was like in a broom closet. Am I out time. on stage now? Yes, you are. <laughs> Find your light. Yeah. Find your light. The only problem was like I kept bumping into the death robot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, over that's and over again, and stepping in, in pee, <laughs> stepping in my own pee because it was mine. I assure you. Uh, nobody asked me what I was. Chan, what were you? I, I just remember assumed your childhood Claire. sounds terrible with your healthy foods and your no siblings. <laughs> he says I played the spirit of responsibility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went to public school for God's sakes. It's not like I was homeschooled. So, oh, what you you eat alfalfa sprouts on your sandwich? Clearly, you were raised in a cult. I don't. <laughs> Uh, you may not understand what candy bars are, but it's, very it's a, a delicious as far as I'm concerned. Like, yeah. for- 
So, Chan, what what were you playing? I know you're, you're setting up for something huge here. <laughs> I played Lethargarian number two in the Phantom Toll booth. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. My line wow. was, you're wow. in the doldrums. That's a good line. Here's the deal. Yeah. That's a great line. That's like mm-hmm. the most memorable line of Phantom Tollbooth. Yeah. I've yeah. never, I don't, I'm not familiar, yeah. but. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I mean, I know it exists, but like, I don't, I don't know. You should have I, seen Phantom Tollbooth before. Know, you should have seen Love Actually. I just no. put that out there. But I totally got into the role. We were lethargarian, so I was very slow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, when I was uh, so that that little Indian girl, I was in kindergarten, and then I moved on to first grade, and then a kindergartner could not make her play, so I got to fill in. My teacher, my kindergarten teacher, came up to me. I was in first grade, and she was like, "One of the kindergartners can't make it. You were the best actress in the in last year's play. We want you to like fill in for this role." And so I got to be Baby Bird. Uh, did Baby Bird have a lot of lines? Uh, no, just like a couple. Uh, I think it was in like Alice in Wonderland or something like that. You all remember the iconic Baby Bird <laughs> from Alice in Wonderland? Ooh, yeah, boys. I, I'm picturing <laughs> like uh, Johnny Depp's high school uh, drama teacher coming up to him and was like, look, I know that you're out on tour <laughs> for uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Davy Jones's Locker or whatever, like, the new one. The, fi- the fifth uh, the one movie. Being held hostage. I'm wondering yeah. if you could please come back because we had someone drop out from our fr- from our <laughs> high school production of Guys and Dolls. Could you stand in for Harry the Horse, please? He, and then- he's only got two lines, <laughs> but we're just really strapped, Mister Depp. If you would, and then does Johnny? Does it end with Johnny Depp punching her in the face? Oh, jeez. Took a turn. No, I feel like he actually does do it. No, I think he plays the role, but he puts like a bunch of like makeup on his face and he mm-hmm. plays it as a white faced. Yeah, yeah, he, he <laughs> plays he, it. But as he the like Tonto assures everyone that he, that like someone down his line was Native American. Yep. So it's okay. Holds That's up. That's exactly how it goes. <laughs> it holds up. Well, we, and then we, he punches a woman. We decide to go. <laughs> yeah. We thank you. We go to the volcano because here we go. Here's our big like fight scene in South America, and immediately I just have written down here. Oh. Wild Bill is high as fuck again. Yeah. That's oh. Holy crap! I wrote molten jizz. Okay, a little bit of molten <laughs> jizz as well. Uh, um, I wrote. <laughs> They have a leatherneck wetsuit relationship. So I guess we all have our own thing. We all, we all took something different out of this team. <laughs> okay, so G.I. Joe's plan right here is to get a bunch of cables and magnets, stick the magnets to the, the meteorite, mm-hmm. and then pull it up through the volcano because magnets stick to meteorites. Are, are meteorites magnetic? Another I, science Actually, they question. do have, like, trace... No, they have. I mean, generally, they're high amounts of of metal. Is that right? In a meteorite, otherwise, it would have burnt up basically oh, in the okay. atmosphere. Yeah, and that's where uh, I think you, of them as rocks. And obviously, I am mistaken in this. I mean, even rocks can have trace uh, metals in them. Yeah, but I mean, the whole point is that they're getting this meteorite metal that they need for the thing. So, okay, obviously, this particular meteorite has a lot of metal. And and so Gung Ho does the thing, and, and they pull the thing out, and him and Scarlet have the most bizarre high five that I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire. Like I can't even really do justice to it because she's standing behind him. He reaches back with like an open palm. Way to go, Scarlet! Oh yeah, yeah. He high he high fives someone else first. He high fives this but direction. Then when he realizes it's Scarlet, 
he has a weird moment. Yeah, he kind of like holds it out there to high five, and she sort of just like, if I remember right, she like puts her hand on top of his hand or something weird. I think he didn't realize it was her. I was like, what did he, did he accidentally brush her boob or something? I think something? he slapped her boob. That's, yes, that's where I was trying to get. Like, she, she was doing that thing. She was just like, I'm going to intercept this. Yeah, because then he's like, oh, uh. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so Destro has a big plan. You shoot the rocks around the top of the volcano, which creates an eruption. Mm-hmm. And another science jerk question. I've had a lot of them in this episode and last episode. How, how does that work? Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't. Create pressure yes. from the lava escaping, which creates that a giant ejaculate of lava. I think it's you, you make it real mad and None of that by shooting sense. it. And they like they kind of like rub it a bunch of times. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Here's the thing they could have done. They could have waited for the Joes. To get a just get outside the lip of the volcano and then cut the cable and then right under it, just shot the things down. Seems like a lot of sense. The meteorite. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't. I don't. What this fucking baseball bullshit is? Yeah. The the thing is going to shoot. So we we cut back to Cobra Commander and his entire command room is completely destroyed. And I'm like, maybe this wasn't the appropriate place. You have an arena of sport. Maybe this wasn't the appropriate place to have an impromptu robot battle. Yeah, you know what? I get it. When you're too lazy to walk down to your arena of sport, you just let the (laughs) robot go wherever. Here's the thing. You're real sad. And this is something that I learned from Kylo Ren. Okay. Somebody tells you that the droid escaped. You're going to pull out that sword, and you're going to, like, rip the shit up of wherever you are. Okay. And then you're going to chill, and you're like, is there anything else? I just hope he didn't uh, waste any of his turkey legs. I feel like the turkey legs were all hitting the ground. Yeah, without question. And so You don't like like them. Why would you be sad that they're destroyed? I mean, those ones looked good. (laughs) I like the ones in cartoons where people stick them down their gullet and then pull the bone back up and the bone is clean. I've always wanted to do that. And that's one of the reasons that I hate real life food because I I can never, no matter how hard I gnaw, I can never clean that bone and there's always chewy bits. No, no, Ray. No, no, we got that. We got that on recording. Nope, nope, nope. Yes, we do. I'm going to move on and say to you, Gina... You should try chicken wings. Yeah, boneless chicken wings. No, no, no. There's that thing where uh, you take the middle section of the wing. Uh-huh. Uh, if, you, if you search like um, uh, competitive eating wings uh-huh. uh, or like a tutorial or something like that, they'll show you how to do it, which is you take you take that middle part of the wing, mm. you pull out this one bone because it'll just pop oh, right out. Uh-huh. You take the rest of the meat and push it down into like a lollipop on the larger bone yep. and then just pop the meat right off the bone. You have clean bones, oh. and it's like a teeny tiny drumstick. I've seen well, now that. Now I'm hungry. Yes. Yeah. I'm starving. Right? I love wings. Yeah. Pick I'm, up some wings, wings on the way home. Wings are my favorite things. Yeah. These um, are all fuel my favorite what? wings. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Cobra Commander decides, what What the F? He's very impulsive. Let's, let's destroy New York City right now. That's yep. where we're going to go. Yep. And it works great until- Here it is. Yeah. The tank went for us. This is the end. It's curtains. Oh, no. So I, that was I, curtains. I feel bad that I cut off that poor lady who was like, oh, no. <laughs> but we get the point. Oh, yeah. That was it's the moment. Curtains. That was the moment. Yep. Yep. That was I what you were like, looking I for I feel earlier. like that, that guy has been waiting to use that phrase for a really long time. It's curtains. I feel like he's a guy that actually had something way more profound and better to say in the moment and then just, like, lost it. Lost oh. in that moment. And all I could come up with was, was curtains. Yeah. Like, he's he's one of those guys that, like, planned out, ooh, if I ever, if I ever am, see my own death before me. I will turn to the person next to me and say, do not go gentle into that dark night. <laughs> but then when it happens, he's like, oh, shit, a knife. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. This is no, uh, th- probably the voice actor was like, 
it's Kaitens. <laughs> and like, could you dial it back like about you? What the fuck is wrong with you? A, you're fired. B, <laughs> yeah, they brought him in for this one line, and he's like, I'm gonna really <laughs> blow them away. He was I, like, he was like, his wife is pregnant, and like, he really like needs this job. He has the one line. He's like, okay, let me get into character. Let me figure out the backstory of this person. Yeah, he's living in New York. <laughs> he's had dreams that have been crushed. He works as a subway mm-hmm. uh, attendant, and, like, and his wife like gave him a kiss because she's like, this is gonna be your big break, honey. They're gonna see you, and he's like, what if I mess up? And she's like, you won't. They'll see you and love you just like I do. And then like six months from now, they're divorced. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> then he puts on his best suit. Oh, <laughs> I am skipping for so, And he looks in the mirror while holding his gun and he says, It looks like it's Coitons for me. <laughs> Muzzle flash. Pulls the, pulls the trigger and squirts water to his chin. <laughs> and he goes, Still got it. <laughs> I. There are no words. Um. So Selena breaks the machine by pouring water on one of the side panels. It doesn't even seem really connected to anything. Mm, you don't know how this shit works. I mean, I, do, I, <laughs> yeah. do, I definitely do not. Look, all I know is that at Yahoo, our doors break all the time when no one does anything to them. So I can only imagine <laughs> if someone threw water at it, it, the odds are it would just break anyway. I mean, no, you figure that's how IT is a bunch of spilled like sodas on keyboards and stuff. <laughs> yep. Like that's really all they do. Um, but yeah, she so just kind of takes the jug and she pours it on, which somehow stops the beam from from processing. Mm-hmm. Right, checks out. And yeah, and so they and Cobra Commander's very angry with her and doesn't kill her or nothing. Just says, "Well, you got to go." <laughs> okay, I think he's making her into turkey legs. Oh, okay. <laughs> like he's keeping her around. Like, where do you think though all those? You, did you see how many turkey legs he had? He had a lot of turkey legs. There were like eighty turkey legs. You don't just have that many turkeys. I mean, it is Cobra Temple. You think he's got a lot of turkeys? Do you somewhere? think there's like a turkey farm in the Cobra Temple? I think he's grounding up slaves. <laughs> Ground up slaves. Uh, do you know how a turkey leg works? I mean, there's a leg in there. There's a you bone. Can, you can form anything leg. around a bone. So you, but you need the bones, the turkey bones first before you take the meat and then put it around the bones. Seems legit. I'm I'm saying it's probably like a a, a fibula or something. It, a fibula. Uh, it's probably a pelvis. If yeah, I'm gonna guess. Yeah. He's just eating it like this. I don't know. I don't turning into like an episode of the Flintstones. <laughs> so anyway, Cobra Commander. Barney, give me a Brontosaurus burger. That's my Fred Flintstone, apparently. <laughs> that was. Uh, I, I don't know like that I've ever tried a Fred wildly Flintstone. Wildly I feel like Ray's going to murder us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Probably. <laughs> Okay, guys, let's just move on to the airship battle. We got a, a battle around the volcano with the yeah, airship. Now, G.I. Joe apparently knew this, like, ejaculate the meteorite thing was going to happen. Yeah. So they rigged two nets between two sky, a net between two sky strikers. Yeah. And uh, they, they, they a catch 10-ton it. ton meteorite yeah. is flying through the air. And they just sort of bow a little bit sideways and just yeah. keep on. But then, thankfully, the net breaks. Mm-hmm. Like, somehow the physics of this completely don't work. Until they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Cobra's got a giant net in the front of their airship, and then they, it hovers under the G.I. Joe net. Mm-hmm. It was a real big week for that one guy that sells nets to both the military and... <laughs> More specifically, 
meteorite nets. Because <laughs> you're not just going to have any net that's going to catch a goddamn meteor. Yeah. It's it's blazing hot. It just came out of a goddamn volcano. I feel like maybe there were like two competing stores that both sold meteorite nets. Yeah. Yeah. They're across the street. And from they're each across other. the street. And like G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe went to one and Cobra went to the other. And like G.I. Joe's like, that motherfucker show- sold us a shoddy net. Yeah, that's why one of them's going out of business soon after this episode. Yeah. They yeah. do not get the G.I. Joe recommendation. <laughs> I've, I've, Their Yelp is going in the tubes. Yeah, there's only one Yelp review. <laughs> it's one it's, star. It's Duke. <laughs> Net <Yeah>. didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> one star and then uh, there's a response from the owner that's like I'm so sorry you weren't satisfied with your experience is, if, if you could come in I'd be happy to speak with you and give you 50% off yeah. your next net is there anything sadder than like restauranteurs and stuff like responding to negative Yelp reviews oh. it's the most depressing thing that oh. could ever I don't want to dwell on it too much but like every time I see that uh, and I read the review and I'm like oh okay cool maybe somebody had an axe to grind yeah. take it with a grain of salt but then when you see the owner of the restaurant restaurant reply and being like well you know at this time like blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm like oh no Aww. dude what are you doing no sometimes it works i feel like i feel like they're smart because it's harder to be mean to someone once you like have interacted with them yeah and, and sometimes sometimes you can just tell they're pieces of shit that are leaving the uh reviews yeah the or it's the, it's, it could be your competitor <laughs> I've left a, a ton of view. I've left a ton of bad. Anytime I read a, a negative news story about a place where it's like, oh, this place was like super racist, I'll go in and leave a review. They only leave it up for like six months, and then they're like, hey, we're taking this down because it doesn't meet our. And I'm like, yeah, for six months, my review was up there calling <laughs> you guys racist. Like that one Boom. hotel that tackled that dude, oh, like right. called, yeah. the, called the police and tackled that dude because they were like, he's a terrorist. And he was some <laughs> like diplomat or something. It's not good. Yeah, I left that fucking review. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we're getting pretty close to the, the back end here. So G.I. Joe uh, needs to go get that meteorite. Like, they yeah, just got to go get it. So mm-hmm. they, they take uh, jet, jet packs. Yeah, they, they do. Just have. And I love yeah, that Wild Bill is on the jet pack team and does nothing to secure his hat at all. And his hat just easily makes it through the the journey through the jet pack from have one Have we ever seen him take it another. off? Yes. Okay. We, we have seen say, it knowing him, he might staple it to his head before. It might, be, it might be fastened. Yeah. Like he might. I mean, doesn't he seem like the kind of guy that's like, all right. Weirdly, I have a, I have a note here that's in all caps that says keeps hat on. And I was like, was that because of Wild Bill? No, it was from Gung Ho. Gung Ho also keeps his beret on, the which whole is time. a gr- it's a great little animated sequence where the Cobra punches him. He's like. The fuck you like made my hat a little jaunty. Oh, that's right. Straightens it and then knocks the dude out. It's, I'm like, dude, that is such a great moment. It's a wrestling bit. That is a oh. pro wrestling bit of the weaker guy and the stronger guy, and then mm. punching, and then the weaker guy gets off a really good hit on the stronger guy who turns. He's like readjust his jaw, turn back, and then you can see the Cobra guy. He's just like, oh. <laughs> I have quite a roller coaster in my notes uh, uh, here. It says, yes, these early episodes, Scarlet is a badass. And yes. then I go, ugh, yep. Scarlet sucks. I changed my mind. <laughs> and then at the end, I said, okay, she's good again. Well, Yeah, she's, she's ripping shit up. Yeah, uh, like at first it's cool, but then when she lets herself get captured by Destro, yes. yeah. I'm like, come on. That's so, and it was so obvious. He's a six foot six giant of a man hiding behind a box. Like Scarlet, yeah, I was like kind of disappointed, but then I hope they fall in love <laughs> because uh, you, like they have that moment at a late in a later episode where he ca- where he like has that uh, Gone with the Wind pun that correct. he says to her. So I feel like there's some history there. So I was like, ooh yeah, 
like maybe this is this is like going to be the moment where he's humanized in her eyes and they have like a little bit of romantic tension because later on okay. when he says it to her I sense something was going on so I hope they fall in, fell in love. Well, I feel like you're jumping right past the most harrowing part of this entire episode for uh, you. Electronic prisons? No. no. First off, this real quick. Those are machine guns. Those are not yes, lasers. Yes, they are. In the early episodes, sometimes they're machine guns. Like, holy shit, these people are shooting bullets. Like, hey, what, what, whoa, time out. I thought we were shooting warm lasers at each other. What the fuck is this? This is like real shit. Larry, Larry. Um, um, I assume you're talking about the same moment I am right now that I can't believe Gina. I wrote something about Timber's origin story. Oh. Uh, Snake Eyes prepares to leap out, oh, jetpacking yeah. uh-huh. just like everybody mm-hmm. else. Right, dope as shit. Uh, like as a kid, there, mm-hmm. is there anything cooler than jetpack? No, no. Is there anything Even cooler as now? An adult, yeah, <laughs> I want one. I mean, a jetpack and a sandwich. <laughs> That's cooler. Uh, like as an adult now, we like I don't feel the need for a jetpack anymore because I'm like, yeah, because you're going to burn your ass off. Literally, no, your no, no, ass no. will be burned nah, by the stay out of traffic propellant that's going yeah. on. That's all I think of. Uh. He jumps out, and Timber's like, well, I want to come, too. Yeah. At this point, I'm like, the fuck is wrong with you, man? It's no. your fucking dog. Dog straight jumps the out dog of the jumps plane. off the helicarrier, and like, and, and Snake Eyes catches him. Timber licks his face. He's like, come on, let's go to war. And they jetpack over to the Cobra vessel. Yeah. I can't believe that left no impact on you whatsoever. I forgot about it. it. I did put, like, I love this timber origin story so i guess that's what that this is about okay that's fair enough it's just the fact that the timber just like it it shows like when when timber falls in love with with uh, snake eyes oh i see when timber met snake eyes dot 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 (laughs) yeah yeah my cat will run up to me and just like hurl himself like a missile at Mm -hmm, me mm -hmm. assuming i'm going to catch him yeah and it's both adorable and terrifying at the same time (laughs) especially when i don't see him and suddenly there's this thing coming out of my peripheral vision (laughs) at my face uh it's amazing but I couldn't imagine like Timberwolf <laughs> on the freaking like you know uh, uh, landing platform being like, "I'm doing it!" Woo! I'm like, thank God Snake Eyes was paying attention because <laughs> can you imagine Snake Eyes just being like, "Cool, I'm fighting this battle." What was that sound? Oh crap! Timbers my, just my falling to his death. I mean, this should show him that next time he needs to get Timber his own jetpack. I also thought, why doesn't Timber just have a jetpack if we're going to go for At it? At this point, he doesn't realize how it. advanced Timber is. Okay. He's just thinking, like, oh, he's a normal, he's a normal, is he a dog or a wolf? He's a timber wolf, I assume. Okay, he's yeah, I, th- I think he's a wolf. But at this point, he's probably like, oh, he's just like a, a normal wolf. But then, you know, like later on when he realizes, like, oh, this wolf can stand up like a human and dress like a human and then pretend it's in a band. And wear a hat, sunglasses, and a rat tail for some reason. Also, isn't there an episode where Timber is, like, being thrown in a net? Oh, probably. Wasn't that something? He's being thrown up and down in a net. I remember Cobra's Creatures, but that was Mutt and Junkyard. Oh, it was Mutt. Okay. Ugh, I'm a dog racist. (laughs) Um, so okay, so Scarlet gets herself captured, but she shoots a thermal arrow, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I'm just gonna just walk right past that because mm. it's completely unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, so Scarlet is tied up, and why does Destro leave her crossbow like an inch away from where where she is? I'm telling you because he's kind of flirty with her. Okay, he wants to see if she'll work it with her feet. He's got yeah. some sort of weird like crossbow foot fetish thing back going up. on. Back up, back oh, up. Oh yeah, what's up? We're we're getting on the plane. Uh, Destro's gloating. And he uh, 
Doesn't. He says something that presumably is something uh, that is mm-hmm. is a very singular expression mm-hmm. that is passed down from his family for generations. It's like an ancient Celtic saying, <laughs> something that nobody would recognize. So he has to point <laughs> it out very clearly. I believe the expression is yes. Till we meet again. I did not even. Wow. I wrote that it down. No I impression. Wrote, he, he doesn't know what the expression is. Yeah, that's very strange. I had never heard that before. <laughs> I see how in this context it mean it's very meaningful obviously uh I, and i'm glad he just he did just really just let us punch. it's sort of like you know i believe the expression uh, translated from the ancient egyptian is so long suckers <laughs> get bent I, I will say everything sounds cool out of his mouth though he's great Arthur Burkhart is just amazing yeah. in this role. Yeah. Like, this is why at this point, if I were Scarlet, I would be like, I mean, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to make out or what? And also, in these early episodes, uh, following on what I said before, both Destro and and Cobra Commander uh, feel legitimately scary. Yes. Like, it gets to the point, uh-huh. but they still have moments of levity, but also they're, like, genuine evil villains, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's dark and scary. Later on, you don't have time for that. It just becomes like, oh, I'm going to do a thing. You're like, oh, I failed. Boo. But here it's like, I'm I'm going to do some serious shit. I have her hostage. Like, you don't know what I'm going to do to her. And oh, everyone's yeah. genuinely concerned. Yeah, because he yeah. he really is like, oh, I can't wait to see you wearing those slave girl outfits. And I'm sort of like, ooh, okay. This is getting a little I'm telling terrifying. you. They have secret crushes on each other. I'm shipping them. Well, I think it's yeah, also like. I'm into it. Yeah. They do more character stuff in this five Star-Strow? episode uh, miniseries. Desolate. Desolate. I like I like Scarstro. Scarstro, all right. Because it's sort of like Scarjo. So wait yeah. a minute, but if it was you, could it be Ipidestro? My name doesn't fit with any names. Ipidestrito. Destrito. Destrito. Destritos Tacos Locos. I would go there. <laughs> uh, no, I was just going to say like they they take more time to do a little bit more character stuff in this. You get elements of it in the TV show, but they got a lot of time to fill. So they, they fill it with all these different like unique moments mm-hmm. that really like I feel like I have a better appreciation for Duke and Scarlet from this than anything they did in the main TV series. Yeah, Scarlet's much more awesome in this than yeah. I remember her being. I feel like they scaled back on everyone's awesome. Yeah, literally like, everyone. Yeah. Like, I feel like the notes from Network were like, ugh, this is too awesome. Your characters are too cool. Yeah. Tone it down. Also, all I know is that in the upcoming episode, there's shirtless slave men and Mm -hmm. a lot of them. Lots of them. Actually, uh, when they talk about the slave rebellion, the thing I noticed in just a brief flash as everyone escapes, there's a dude in there with sunglasses on. (laughs) He's like the cool slave that, like, when he walks in the room, all the other slaves are like, Oh, isn't he dreamy? Like, Where did you get that toothpick, man? I just had it. <laughs> he knocks like one of the rock, and music comes out of it. <laughs> yes, <Hey. laughs> Seriously, I don't know where that music's. Are we going insane? <laughs> and weirdly enough, that character played by Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> no, he's the dork back then. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're thinking of Judd Nelson. Uh, you know what? I was. Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. it is. What? No, he was the criminal. He was the no, bad he boy. Was, yeah, he, that yeah. was the. Those were the cool guys back in that day. They you were know, the, they were the leather jacket wearers or jean jacket wearers. Anthony right. Michael Hall was the weird dork. That yes, he would wear sunglasses, but it other wouldn't nerds' be cool. girls' panties. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. kind of hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? 
Anyway, guys, that's the end of the episode. That's a Duel in the Devil's Cauldron. Episode four. We got one more episode to do of the Mass Device series. Uh, just real quick, I just want to say, like, I, I remember growing up thinking that this miniseries wasn't very good. Like, I considered it, like, the lesser of all the G.I. Joe. Yeah. It took me a little while to get into it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just, some of my things, I just, I remember feeling like they sent it around, like, only, like, one or two. Like, Duke and Scarlet were doing, like, literally everything. And, and even Snake Eyes not doing that much four episodes in, all things considered. He's had his moments. He had the, the Spock thing with the radioactivity. But, like, mm. you know, just – I don't know. I, but watching it now, I think it's brilliant. Like, I think the animation is better uh, than a lot of the serialized television shows. I think they do take more time with the character moments. Cobra Commander and Destro, like you said, they're just – they both feel much more imposing yeah. and, and deepest mm-hmm. characters. And I just – uh, this is my love letter to this miniseries. I was wrong all those years, guys. <laughs> I just want to own it and say uh, I, I'm, I'm into travel it. Travel back in time and punch your young self in the face. I wish I could do that many times. <laughs> and you know what? So do I. <laughs> <laughs> no, then you have even more brain damage than he does now. Oh, jeez. Oh, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. <laughs> So, guys, that's it for the episode right here. A little bit of contact information. You can hit us up at uh, Facebook.com slash Knowing is Half the Podcast. You can Patreon us if you want to support us that way and do all that stuff. Patreon.com slash Knowing is Half the Podcast. At G.I. Joe Podcast on Twitter. And at Prez Serpentor on Twitter if you want to see an alternate 2017. He's in hot water right now. He's in some hot He's water. He's in trouble. He's definitely not looking good. I like I, I like the fact that this is this is not this episode is not airing in the week that we recorded it, but I'm still pretty confident that he's in hot water. You know what? Let's he could even be impeached by the time That's true. President Serpentor by the time this airs. Hashtag impeach Pres Serpentor. <laughs> who's pre- who's Pres Serpentor's vice president? You know what? Might still be Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like a G.I. Joe villain. Yeah. Though it, it does hold up. Uh, yeah. Uh, otherwise, on Twitter individually, you can catch me. I'm at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. Cobra Commander's just like, why do you keep pitching me ideas on uh, bombing abortion clinics? That won't get us any money, Mike Pence. <laughs> uh, I'm at Gina Ippy. Hey, great stuff. <laughs> and that's going to do it for this week, guys. Um, until next week, may your meteorites be ejaculated. What was the title of this episode? I feel like you should have said, may your holes be deviled. May your cauldrons be dueling devils. Oh, a good one would actually be may your metals be meteor. Oh, because this is it, why Chan does the puns. Too, oh, that's way better than anything we're I just came the up sweet, with. Sweet, sweet yeah. arm candy. Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.